season two, episode three, take two. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Hayes' Higher Learning. I'm your host, Ashley Hayes, and this week we are going to talk about the fundamentals of pursuing art as business. I have only been generating enough revenue to sustain a living off of my art for about four years, and as we discussed in prior episodes, I still have times where I need to pick up another source of income. This episode will cover understanding business basics such as taxes and accounting, what tools and solutions I use to run my business, who are the key players in my business, and what things to consider when launching or reintroducing your creative business. So let's start with the basics. Pursuing art as a business is like starting any business. It's a departure from traditional career culture where you work consistent hours for a single employer and receive a fixed salary. When you choose entrepreneurship and your business is providing a service, you have clients who purchase that service. And my largest revenue-generating services are my 60-minute feature performance set, which is a mix of poetry, interludes, and comedy, my 30-minute feature set, my 60-minute workshop, and my services as an MC or master of ceremonies, hosting open mics and special events. After that is songwriting, marketing, writing, and appearances, and then film appearances. So each time I complete that service, either me or my agent will issue an invoice and the client will pay that invoice. Pro tip, whenever possible, charge a deposit before committing to a service. With institutions like schools and government agencies, that's usually not the way they're going to do business. But for others, up Um, For others, it's a good way to not only ensure seriousness about booking you, but to make sure your upfront costs are covered um, for doing business. We'll have a separate episode on contracts coming up, um, so stay tuned for that. So instead of getting one check from one employer every two weeks or or once a month or whatever, I collect as many as over 100 checks in the span of a year. These checks are made out to my business. I'm registered as a sole proprietor, and that business name is Kira Nelson, which is the name my mama gave me, doing business as Ashley Hayes. That means I'm the owner, operator, and employee. Ashley Hayes is a trade name, and I had to pay the state of Georgia $165 for a trade name certificate to be able to deposit checks to be made payable to Ashley Hayes. After this year, I'll consider switching over to an S-corp or single corporation, and that usually is only advised if you plan to gross over $250,000 in a year and have an operating board. So let's hope I can get there. If not, sole proprietorship is fine. So some artists choose to have nonprofit organizations, which cost a bit more to establish, and every penny in revenue has to have an associated expense. So like um, for me as a sole proprietor, I can make some money and I can pay some people and then I can keep the rest to kind of do what I need to do with it, pay my living expenses, whatever. When you're running a nonprofit, you would pay yourself a salary and that would be an expense. So those are some things to consider. You can learn more about this and other types of business setups at www.irs.gov. This is not my main ministry, but I can teach it to you at the level that I understand it. So receiving 1099 payments, which is when a client pays an invoice for a supplier, which is you, um, means taxes are not generally withheld except in certain states. That means it's up to you and your accountant to pay those taxes either quarterly or annually. 
Um, I've heard artists say that they don't want to give the government their money, and trust me, neither do I. But if that company had you fill out a W-9, they are intending to tell the government that they paid you money, and they're going to write it off as an expense. So the government then looks for your tax payment on that income. Then there are states like New York who are really good for artists because they don't tax a single check under $2,000 the last time I checked. So do your research and practice good judgment when setting up your business. I strongly suggest hiring an accountant. My accountants are Pamela Farrell of Progressive Accounting Management Solutions and the Office of Banks Jackson and Middleton in College Park, Georgia. I let Black women count my money, and I suggest you do the same. I recently hired a finance manager who takes the burden of paying a lot of my upfront costs and allows me to reimburse him later. His name is Michael Pavlov, and he conducts business in both English and Spanish should you need to contact him to book me. It's also important to consider that as an entrepreneur, unless you're married and on your spouse's benefits or under the age of 26 and on your parents' benefits, you will be responsible for sourcing your own health insurance. It costs me roughly $300 a month for health insurance and dental through the healthcare marketplace. Um, there's also a penalty if you don't maintain that insurance for any month out of the year. So next, let's get into the function of actually running a business. I do my own bookkeeping, planning, purchasing, communications. This year, I picked up doing my own web design. I do my own hiring and other tasks. And it is my job to keep track of what I spend so my manager and accountants can reconcile those expenses with the business and with the government. And one tool I use to do that is called Expensify. I snap a picture of the receipt, verify the automated details, and it creates a report every month. Now, keep in mind, you only need to itemize your expenses when you spend more than $6,000 in a year. There's a standard deduction, and the government essentially assumes that you will spend about six dollars on your business every year, regardless of what you're doing. You'll need to keep track of your gas, mileage, in your car, rental fees, hotel, flights, meals, equipment purchases, pretty much everything except grooming and wardrobe. It gets tricky here, so talk to an accountant about what is and isn't eligible to write off. Expensify cost me about $10 a month, and before that, I, was tra I wasn't traveling so much, so I would simply just add the expense to a spreadsheet and then upload a photo of the receipt to Google Drive. After doing that 100 times in a month, I decided to purchase this software, and it's made my life so easy. I snap a picture of the receipt, upload it, make sure the details are right, and then throw the receipt away. Um, I also like to use email receipts whenever I can, because then you can keep a copy of it digitally and save the planet a little bit. The biggest software asset um, that I have that I use for my business is Google G Suite, which includes Gmail, Google Drive, and Google Calendar. I use the Drive, which is a storage cloud, to store my media manuscripts because I've seen poets lose their work on hard drives. Please keep a backup. Please um, use the clouds. Back it up. My creative director and I just bought solid-state drives to back up our media, and those cost about $150 to $200 each. I also pay about $299 a month for 200 gigabytes worth of space from Google Drive. Um, some people like Dropbox, but I never really got into it. I use Google Calendar to maintain a shared calendar between my booking agents and my manager, so we all know where I need to be and when. I also use Siri to remind me to do things when I'm occupied. Major key alert, y'all. 
Um, I may say, Siri, remind me to complete the grant application on February 1st. If I know I'll have a free day or simply need to put it on my radar and then schedule time to do something, I use Siri to do that. Um, don't trust your own memory. You can, right? But I'm a post-it note queen and I have a post-it note app to keep me on track every day. And then I use Siri for longer term timeline things so that I don't miss important um, milestones. What's going to make you a polished professional is the ability to stay organized and to manage your tasks. And we'll talk about that in project management. My hours are not consistent with nine to five culture. So when I'm up at 10 p.m. typing emails, I try to be considered that others aren't doing business at that hour. So I use Boomerang for Gmail to schedule my messages to go out at a reasonable hour. Um, right now, I use PayPal to send quotes and invoices if there is a gig or a service that falls outside of what my agency books for me. Um, it's a good automated way to create an invoice template and to have those invoices sent via email. Then your client can pay it through the email. You'll get your money immediately minus a small fee. For media, I use Canva to design the podcast infographics, and I use um a product called Hootsuite to schedule posts for if I want to be able to consistently post every morning. Um, I hate to ruin Christmas for y'all, but not many people can organically post all the time. A lot of businesses schedule posts. However, my Ashley Hayes page is usually me posting from the bed or my toilet surprise. Um, my website is hosted by Squarespace, which costs about $250 a year for hosting, plus $6 a month for every unique email address I want to use, such as Hayes is how you're learning at ashleyhayes.com or info at ashleyhayes.com. Um, if, also, if you have questions or topics that you want to talk about me, use those email addresses. Email me at Hayes is how you're learning at Ashley Hayes. DM me on Instagram. Let me know how you're digging it. Um, if the pace of the fast of the classes or the podcast is okay for you. If you want me to zero in on some things or you have a specific questions, hit my line. Um, I gave y'all a lot of juice in this episode. <laughs> like I gave y'all a lot of game um, for free in about 10 minutes. So if you want more in-depth coaching for your unique business, I do offer one-on-one -on -one coaching and I can bring an extended workshop to your city where we zero in on these topics. You can learn more at www.ashleyhayes.com slash Hayes Higher Learning or simply purchase a coaching session at the ashleyhayes.com shop. If you dig what I'm doing, let me know through your support. By supporting Hayes' Higher Learning, you make it so that I can keep dedicating time to this work and practice social justice by giving people the tools and resources that they need to be successful. You can learn more about support options at www.ashleyhayes.com slash Hayes' Higher Learning or www.ashleyhayes.com slash support. You can even support this podcast directly at anchor.fm slash Ashley Hayes. Make sure you check out our Instagram for exclusive spreadsheet samples and fun facts and share, share, share. The song of the week is Working by P. Diddy. Thank you so much for tuning into Hayes' Higher Learning, where together we are learning better, doing better, and being better. Y'all have a great week.